0: Well, hello there, fellow Americans. My name is Willard T. Pickens, and I am honored to be here to announce my candidacy for President of the United States of America. Now, I know what you might be saying. Willard T. Pickens, the owner and operator of Pickens Dermatology and Landscaping for President? Well, it's about time, and you're right. Now more than ever, we are in need of a leader of this fine country who will stick to the real issues and get tough on China for one thing and one thing only, the emerald ash borer. It's an absolute travesty that these parasitic insects have invaded the mighty ash trees of the United States and has slain tens of millions of these fine plants to this very day and is the single greatest threat to the remaining 8.7 billion. I, for one, will not stand for this Chinese invasion. The fact that it's been happening under each president's watch since 1980 is reprehensible. Add to that the fact that these little insects are most likely the reason why all of our intellectual property keeps slipping away to China, because they're also spies. Help me save the great American ash tree and help me put an end to this great Chinese invasion once and for all. Visit WillardTPickens2020.com today to pledge yourself to my campaign. Enter the code MINDGAP in the comments of your donation to get a free Molotov cocktail. Because if those boring bastards are in your ash tree, you might as well burn it down because if we can't have that tree, then neither can they. Thank you for your time and your attention. God bless and have a dandy fucking week. This week's episode is
1: brought to you by Elfin and Castle, located at 185 North Wabash and 111 West Adams in Chicago, Illinois. Look, I know you're looking for that perfect English pub experience so you can grab some incredible drinks and tasty food. Elfin and Castle has you covered. They have excellent daily drink specials, happy hour Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., and some delicious-ass food for you to chew on while you watch some fucking sports. Come on down to Elfin and Castle at 185 North Wabash or 111 West Adams in Chicago, Illinois, and tell them that Mind Gap podcast sent you. Well, welcome back, you lovely human. On this week's episode, I give Justin the full skinny on my daughter's first swim lesson, and then we wander down the road of hypotheticals. Or I discuss which activities I hope Natalie doesn't get interested in. We then debate whether the, hey, if you have a boy or a girl in your bedroom, leave the door open a crack rule, and whether it would still apply under certain circumstances. Justin finally finished The Irishman, so we discuss his reaction to the film, before talking about Disney's very unnecessary remake of Bambi. So put on your swimsuit, attach your life vest, and get ready to cannonball into episode 232 of Mind Gap Podcast. Mind Gap Podcast.
2: <laughs> so this just in. Yeah, oh me. Yeah. You what what? <clears throat> this just in. Me. <clears throat> my name's Justin.
1: Just in time. I thought that was another dick joke. This just in, I'm in. Oh. My wiener's in you.
2: <clears throat> yep, just the tip. Just for mm-hmm. a second, just to see how it feels. Have you ever done that? Just the tip?
1: Was that ever a game I mean
2: every time <clears throat> every time I've ever had sex. Yeah. At some point in the process, uh, it has been just the tip, quickly followed by the rest. Gosh. <laughs>
1: but there was never this implied thing of like, hey, I'm just going to put the tip in. We're just to see how it feels, and that's all it's going to be. I don't think i ever played that game. I've no. never done that either. I've never been like, hey, let's just. Let's just. <laughs> I thought you were setting this up for a story of what you've done in the past. No. All right. I just want to see if you had one. No, you very much that, not. We're just like, because <laughs> that seems like a real just unsatisfying game for everyone. Cause if you stick to it, I mean, there's no one's, no one's enjoying that. And then if you, if you use it as a way to go all the way in, that's just, that's just lying is what that is.
2: Yeah. I mean, I feel like one party would definitely enjoy it more than the other. I mean, it depends. Like the, <laughs> I, okay. I suppose, <laughs> I suppose we could get into logistics of this, but I mean, you it's, know, yeah, probably I mean, not, but yeah, I mean, it depends,
1: you know, where's it going? <laughs> Do you need me to draw you a
2: map? I'm just saying there's multiple holes, you know. let <clears throat> well, According to golf there's 18. It's been uh, 144 <laughs> over 144 hours since we, uh, since we last, last recorded. About, yep. That's uh, just the tip. <laughs> that's uh yeah, exactly. Uh Did you make a golf reference just then? I did. Okay. So there's multiple holes and according to golf there's 18.
1: So There you
2: go.
1: A legal amount of holes. According to golf, this is this. Is, there's a lot, so yeah. Well, I'm, I'm I'm
2: really disappointed. Drew's not here to hear all of this because this is right up his alley. This
1: is one hundred percent stuff that he used to talk about all the time at work. I mean, like, ugh, like,
2: like to an egregious point.
1: Yeah, we bring yeah. up the word tip. He's like, "Hey, did I guys, tell you,
2: tell you about my prom night." Oh my god. He <laughs> if you follow him on Twitter mm-hmm. and just compl- like. Please ask him about it on Twitter.
1: It's at Drew Dole. Um, he's, he's
2: easy That's to not find. it.
1: It's, it's at, at Drew Dole. <laughs> <laughs> what is he on Twitter?
2: I don't know. Drew something.
1: <laughs> Drew something. It literally, literally, it's at Drew something. It's at Drew
2: something, yeah. <laughs> he got it, and uh, he won't let go of it. Uh, That's what she said. <laughs> so this just in, big news. All right, we're doing that. What's up?
1: <laughs> Natalie had her first swimming lesson last week. Oh, good for her. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. It's pretty cool. She was. Uh, How did she take to she it? She did a very good job. Yeah. Um, we had a shower beforehand and we were kind of running behind. So I was like, hey, just get in there real quick. And she got in there, starts screaming. I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, it's cold. I'm like, it's not that cold. At the pool. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> ah! I'm like, OK, OK, whatever. It's like, I didn't ruin it for you. Get right. out of here. Um, but as soon as she got in the water, she did great. She yeah? did a Really good job. She was very. She did. I was so afraid she was going to freak out because. I got an email that said this was parent-assisted class, so I I got my swimsuit on and everything. I was ready to go in and they're (sighs) like, cool, bye. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, good luck, Natalie. Like, I thought I was going to be there.
2: Are you, is it one of those, like, where, like, the new, like, millennial version, like, where you're assisting from the stands? No. Like, where you're like, good job. No. am here to emotionally assist you. I mean, Joe and I sat close by. Sure. And watched. Yeah. But the
1: idea was that it was just Natalie and this other boy with one teacher. Okay. And they were just going through the basics. That's you know, awesome. Like, how to blow bubbles. So putting uh, your face in the water, getting yep. comfortable with that. Yeah. Yep. And then, like, uh, doing, working on kicking, working on, uh, you know, paddling and then floating and stuff. And they end with what they call home. Dumpty Dumpty, okay. which is where they uh, come off the side of the, the pool in a little bit deeper water. The instructor puts their head under water. They come back around, and then they have to paddle to the, the side of the pool, and they have to pull themselves up. And Nelly did an awesome job pulling herself up. Nice. I don't think she knew what to expect the first time around. She's like, all right, here we go. And she like put her head under water, and Natalie popped up like... <coughs> Yeah. And it was like, hey, you remember how we were blowing bubbles earlier? That's like you got to apply that now. So just remember,
2: but it's she, it's taking the the learned things and and figuring out like, oh, practical application. I don't inhale when I'm down there. So
1: she got up, and she, she's out of the pool, she's like, <laughs> and she looked over. Joe and I were like, hey, remember blow blow your bubbles when you go down. So she just sat there going, like with her her cheeks puffed. Like no, when you go in the water, just, I'm like whatever. You know, just do it the whole
2: time. Whatever right. works. Like that's get re- Yeah, be ready for yeah, it. you're be prepared. Ready. It's yeah. cool. It's that's totally fine. It's called so. preparedness. But, uh, oh, that's so good, man! Yeah, she, she I remember swim lessons. I have such fond memories of swim lessons. Such fond memories. Um, I used to. Uh, we if I was in Schaumburg, well, when I was real young, I was in the Quad Cities mm-hmm. at the YMCA, and my dad would take me. And to this, <laughs> to this day, every time I smell uh, chlorine, I, I I want a hot dog <laughs> because he would take. I probably I buried the lead on that one. So, hmm. yeah. Uh we get done with swim practice and uh he would take me there was a hot dog stand called the Wiener Schnitzel mm-hmm. in the Quad Cities and every single time after swim practice or practice lessons, he would we'd drive through there and That's I'd awesome. get a hot dog and he'd get whatever and uh I always associated then chlorine with hot dogs. And so That's every time I go to a pool I'm like Oh, I want a hot dog. <laughs> to this day, That's amazing. 36 years old, I still, when I smell chlorine, I'm like, oh, hot dogs.
1: I'm so glad because I'm like, when I smell chlorine, I I, I sense danger. Right. I was like, oh,
2: tell me what happened. <laughs> I remember taking them up in uh, Schomburg when we moved up there, too. And That's awesome. At the outdoor pool. And it was just, I, I really, really, I loved going to the pool like I, as a kid yeah. that was one of my fondest memories
1: oh yeah i mean especially you know there weren't I'm, i don't know near you but there were not any indoor facilities where i grew up so swim lessons had to be done in the summertime and like <laughs> yeah. you know we had uh you know just going to the pool was a great thing to do in the summer like yeah. it was just something enjoyable outside having fun doing all that sort of stuff so i agree like swim lessons very important to me i was like i really want to get her going oh on for this. sure yeah and um there's a place that's like half a mile from our house. It's yeah. Like right. Right now. I'm like, cool. We'll just go there. That's perfect. And I
2: was like, let's get this going. Did you guys ever, you never took her when she was, cause I know like some people take like really, really new, like young, young babies and I they'll guess, do the thing where they flip them face down and they, flip, they flip themselves over and they get them like acclimated. Apparently you can, you can
1: do it at six months. Really? Apparently it's wow. like as, as early as, and I saw people, there were a couple mothers there with children that were younger than Natalie that yeah. were like doing that sort of stuff with them. I was like, okay, Jill, kind of gets freaked out by some of that. Like the idea of uh what was it? it's like is it called secondhand drowning or something like that? Sure. The idea that um you can get water in your lungs and not really know it and then it can actually cause you to to like suffocate and die like after after you've after the fact. Oh, that sucks. Which I was like, you know, I really didn't need to know that that existed. <laughs> um because that's that's something that'll always be there in the back of my head and like Jill watching Natalie do that going under yeah, and sure. Going, oh, she goes that's stupid freaks me out. I was like, you know what? I did this. Lots of other people did this. There's all these other kids in the pool. They're all peeing in the pool. Like it's going to be fine. Like we're going to be, she's going to be all right. She's going to be okay. She's, you know, whatever. I, I, it's more important to me that she learns how to swim right now.
2: Well, urine kills the effect of water.
1: Exactly. Right. So if it's in her lungs, it just,
2: it deactivates the water immediately. (laughs) I
1: think that's exactly the clinical term. Let's deactivate this water. Add urine. Right.
2: (laughs) We need to deactivate this water while well, pee in it.
1: I mean, if you want to prevent shipwrecks, I mean, if we just
2: had a whole, like, send in the urine and they just drop big old things of urine, it just
1: deactivates the water.
2: I'm telling you, man, this is how this works. It's science. I don't want to go all Neil deGrasse Tyson, but it's science. Just saying, you know, it's, it's. I read that Yeah, somewhere. Uh, did she, um, she's been to the pool before mm. though, right? This wasn't you know like, this. you saw the video Oh of shit, me. that's right. Yes, that's right. <laughs> when you wore your Christmas sweater to I the did. pool. Yeah. Yeah, I was cold. Yeah. It's chilly out there. It could tell in
1: the hot, <laughs> hot Ozark son. Yeah. Uh, but also when we lived at our old place, we took her out towards the end in the pool a couple of times just to kind of oh get God,
2: her... That's I completely forgot yeah. about that. Yes, so, of course. So she's yeah. definitely
1: been in it because I just, I, it's so, I, I knew a, a good friend of mine in college, uh, did not know how to swim and that's I just wild, him, man. Yeah, him going to the lap pool at college and he was like <clears throat> trying to like, get acclimated and try to learn how to do it and he's a very athletic guy and right. just was really good but I remember him just being on like one of those uh, what do you the, the kickboards or whatever yeah the, that's exactly uh, or the, paddle, the pad- paddleboard something like that I think it's a kickboard something like that yeah. Yeah, something that you learn how to kick yeah, with yeah yeah, and yeah yeah he just yeah. had it under, his, under him and he was like Going into the deep end, and I could just tell he was super tense. Sure, and like real, yeah. And really self-conscious too, right? Because...
2: He's an, a, 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 almost an adult or an adult yeah, that's... Yeah,
1: doesn't know how to do that. And I was like, God, that sucks. And, you know, no, that just dangerous in general. Yeah. Just because, da- I mean... Imagine the social pressure is like, hey, we're going to go out on the boat. And you're like, right. yeah, I'll go because I don't want to be like, I don't
2: swim. Right. Or the, like, you're going to go out there then you're going to have all the, but you everything won't. Everything on. But yeah. you won't, right? Oh, because no, you of won't. Because the, yeah.
1: the pressure, because you're not, the social pressure, you won't put that on. Hey, look then, at Gilligan. Yeah, yeah. right. Because inevitably that's going to happen. Sure. So it's like, or someone's like, hey, we're going to go down to the swimming hole today. You want to come with us? You that, know? As it
2: happens in Kirksville.
1: Exactly. <laughs> go on down to the crook. Right. You know, uh, it's, 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 just, it's important, I think. And, and obviously, the younger it is, the easier it is to learn that sort of stuff. Absolutely. And, and
2: Swimming is uh, often compared to learning a language. Swimming is the language of the water. The that, younger you do it, the easier it is.
1: That may be the smartest thing I've heard today. You're welcome. Swimming is the language of
2: the, of the water. <laughs> I'm on fire tonight, Doug. <laughs> you are really, you're blowing my mind tonight, pal. I know that's I'm what I do. Super proud of you. <laughs> uh, but that's awesome. Is she so? How is this a is this one of those things where she goes up through? Because when I had it, I went through like guppy, yeah. uh, to you know, whatever, 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 and you're like, went yeah. up to like sh- minnow, then shark, and you know,
1: yeah, then semen,
2: then see, yep. Mm-hmm.
1: That's the top level. That's the
2: top. Ta- you can't get much better than semen. Mm-mm. Yeah, um, but That's she. In the Bible. So, <laughs> this is something that she'll go. She'll progress yeah. through I this at like the same location,
1: seven levels or something like yeah. that. So um, it's it obviously what I was like. This is just an ongoing, th- like, you pay a monthly fee. I'm like, really? Like, you guys don't take breaks, but I'm like, it's an indoor facility. So right. where, where I was, it's like, you take this level from this time, this time, because winter. And <laughs> because it's winter, yes.
2: Because winter slash the Midwest. Yeah. yeah.
1: I was like, oh, but I'm like, oh, I guess that makes sense, because she just, she just goes. She'll go every.
2: Would you, like, when she gets, like, high school age, would you want, uh, would, would swimming be something that you would uh, be interested in her taking up as, like, a as a sport?
1: Um, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Right. Uh, um, it'd be,
0: uh, or do
2: you have? Do you have a hope of a specific sport for her to play? Like, I really hope she likes basketball. I really hope she likes, you know, swimming or or what, whatever it is. Um, I don't necessarily have
1: one in particular. I, I mean, Jill just goes <laughs> or hunting. Jill's like just not cheerleading.
2: Not cheer. Well, you've, you guys, have, you've yeah. said that for a while. Both yeah. Like,
1: I just I would prefer not to be in that crowd. I'm not. Look, if you're in cheerleading and you're good at it, like whatever, you're absolutely athletic, it takes a lot of skill, but I just don't want.
2: Well, it's not the I cheerleaders, not, it's the cheer parents. I don't want They're to be the, around it, yeah.
1: that that culture or anything. Also, fucking respect the shit out of dancers. I also don't want to be around dance team either. That's another thing where I'm like, please don't. Just just don't go down that route. Is
2: there a spe- I know we've talked about. It. Is there a specific reason?
1: I've just gotten a taste of that world and I don't. Through acting
2: and improv? No, it was
1: like, oddly enough, you're going to laugh at this, uh, through Disney World. Um, All right. Here we go. <laughs> so there was one particular trip that Jill and I went on where the-
2: This sounds familiar. It was
1: either the National Dance Championships or some shit was going on in Disney World. <laughs> the whole week we were there. The entire time we were there. And I just, girls were out in the parking lot, they were practicing and just in, I just saw the parents walking around that say like, dance mom or dance dad. And I was like, nobody cares. It's just, there was just this, and I get this, (laughs) this and uh, entitled parents. Like these are the ones that just in general, this really irked me where, look, I'm happy for you. Go do your thing. Yeah. Go out rock and roll. But these these girls would also be in their dance outfits throughout the parks as well. And some of the girls would just be in like sports bras and whatever, sort of like just very revealing outfits. And they're just wandering around in just giant droves. And I'm just like, I don't like, I don't like any of this. I just don't, I'm happy for you. I think dancing is incredibly difficult. I I did a tiny bit of that. Uh, for a <clears> dance <throat> class for conservatory, I was like, "Fucking hey, this is this is insane." We
2: did the Russian folk dancing.
1: Exactly. Yeah, you know, it involved like stabbing your partner and hiding their body somewhere, and then actually paying their significant other for the cost of the burial. Absolutely. That's what I really would, what it boiled down to. Um, but just the culture around it, I'm just it. There's just there, there's no easy way to say this without sounding like an asshole. In general, there's this air of importance around it. I know it's important to people, but they exude it like this is hands down the most important fucking thing in the world. I would argue that with any sport, though. I know. You know what I mean? I like, know. I've seen and basketball it parents. Wor- I've it seen- seems worse for this for some reason to me. Because you're not wrong. I've been out in the suburbs watching my nephew play soccer. I'm like,
0: y'all need to chill
1: out. Relax. <laughs> I watched a guy get fucking kicked out of a soccer game. I'm like, really? These kids are eight. Like really, this is what we're doing. Yeah, I watch parents slap and
2: pound the mat as
1: six-year-olds wrestled at oh, a wrestling dude.
2: tournament on Saturday. When I was in college in the in the Quad Cities, when I was going to Blackhawk out there, uh, I was for I w- I worked um, for the park department for and I would do odd jobs for them and stuff. And I did scorekeeper mm-hmm. for what was called futsal, which was indoor soccer. For like it was like okay. bitty ball indoor soccer, so okay. little kids running around playing indoor soccer. They called it futsal, and the again. We had, there was myself, uh, a ref and a, like a gym man, like the person who was responsible for opening up. Yeah. And uh, I cannot tell you how many times the ref would have to stop the game because a parent and these kids were no, no more than like eight to 10 years yeah. old. And a parent was on the field on the basketball court where they had the goal set up and he was like screaming at someone or making, and I'm like, what are we doing here? And yeah. so I would just sit there and just hit the, eh, eh, <laughs> eh, eh. just keep hitting that to That'd piss them off. Eh. Yeah. I don't think I was good enough to actually hit the hit the moment, but I was just like, "What are we? What are we doing, guys? Yeah. This is a fucking bitty ball. This isn't even a real sport. It's called futzle. <laughs> what are we doing?"
1: <laughs> yeah, I. You're right. You. I, and again. I feel bad saying this because this is something I think I just live in this world and I can't in this in this feeling and I can't articulate it very well. But there was just something about it. It's me because I do not care about that. Right. I just couldn't care less. Sure. And yet these people are like,
2: we're here at the dance yet? I'm just like I don't care, <clears throat> and you guys are just—it's the equivalent—it's the real life, the IRL equivalent of someone posting a baby picture on Facebook. One
1: hundred percent. you in like, I see same it. Vein. Good
2: for you. Don't give a shit.
1: Yes. Move on. It's like I'm proud of you. I'm glad. <laughs> Can you guys at least change out of your dance uniforms before you come to the fucking parks? Like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. just—I don't. Again. him go. I know exactly. As I'm saying this, I'm like, I know exactly what Justin's going to say. I I could feel it already. I feel his gaze upon me where he's like, Doug, you know, it means a lot to some people. I'm like, I
0: know, but not me.
1: And (laughs) because it's all about Doug. Well, because going back to it, because if Natalie becomes part of that world, I have to be tangentially linked
2: and I couldn't care less about it. I don't want to have anything. Let me, let me posit this. Let me ask this. Yeah. If so, Prior to having a kid, mm-hmm. you... Oh, boy, I really didn't like it then either.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> let me tell you, Can I tell
2: you an embarrassing sure. story? Sure.
1: Um, same guy I was talking about that couldn't swim. Uh-huh. I ended up marrying uh, this lovely woman. And one of the first times I met her, we were going to a Bears game or something. We were in Chicago, and we were walking and talking. And, we were, and I just, <laughs> I bluntly go, you know, there's one thing I hope my daughter never does. It's <laughs> dance. I was like, that would, I think that might kill me. And she got really quiet. And I go, oh, you're a dancer, aren't you? She goes, yeah. I'm like, fuck. <laughs>
0: I'm like,
1: sorry. And when they ended up getting married, they showed like a slideshow and stuff. And she did
2: like legit. Like hardcore dancing. Like
1: yeah. ballet, yeah. like all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, to this day,
2: I hold that in there. I'm like, fuck. You and I do the same things <sighs> where I will for years, I will hold on to things that I did wrong or embarrassing things that I've never been called out for. Or I, I, the person may still not even realize or what, like, but you know, and you feel like a complete fucking idiot. Yeah. And I like, that's And exactly, If you were to go
1: in, if I were to go and apologize to her, which I might, I'm going to see them soon. I'm yeah. going to go and apologize to her. I'm like, Hey, look, you may not remember this, but I do. And yeah. it's haunted me for close to maybe 10 years at I, this point yeah. in time. And I just have to say this. <laughs> and she's going to go, Oh my God. I so didn't you know, even. Like, yeah. Oh,
2: okay. Whatever. Or she's going to go, Finally. Thank you. You big fucking <laughs> prick. Crosses
1: my name off <laughs> the, list. <laughs> the list. The murder list.
2: You can live. All
1: right, cool. You're good for now. <laughs> Let's
2: see what else you say, you dumb shit. But, but prior to you being a parent, there was a lot of stuff that you were like, "Oh, I don't I don't get it or I don't like it or whatever." Now, post-parent, post having a kid, being post, post-parenting, <laughs> um you I'm sure there's uh prior you could hear people go, "I love this, I love my child more than I understood. Like I would Mm -hmm. more than I love myself. And I'd put like, you heard that, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure once you have the kid, you're just like, Oh, I get it now.
1: I mean, I love her and I will, I will support her if she's happy, but I won't like it. You know what I mean? But I'm right. (laughs) You see what I'm getting at? I do. Like I, if, if she is like, dad, this means everything to me. I'm like, I'm going to be like, I'm going to fucking support you. And just look, I'm going to come to the bare minimum amount of things that I have to go to. Like, I'll drop you off. To make
2: you understand I still and love And you text it. me when
1: you're done, and I will come. I will ask you about it. Right. I'll help you practice. I will run routines. I just don't want to be around everyone else. I don't want to be around the other parents. I'll
2: see your performances, and that's it. I was like, I just, you know, I just I'm going to sneak in after listen, it starts,
1: and I'm going to leave before it ends. Listen, while I'm there, if you see me on my phone, don't get offended, okay? Like, I just... I just just understand that I love just you. just playing Farmville. And I love what you do. Right. I just, I don't understand it. And I'm just not into it. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> because the last thing, the <clears throat> thing that would make that worse is, and again, I don't think I can ever really articulate this well. It's just when I see people, especially like, at the level that these, these people are competing... I mean, you go to the Disney World, I mean, hey, it's Nationals, right? It's sure. probably... It's or it's something big. They're at Disney World, <clears throat> right? The mouse
2: invited them. They got to right? be good. So
1: it's got to be something at yeah. some level. But when I look at that, I'm like, what are you, junior high? And this is like the most important moment of your life. And it's like, to them, maybe in that moment, maybe it is. And I don't necessarily blame the kids. It's the adults. that are attached to it. It's the quote-unquote coaches that are coaching them and in like just doing whatever they're doing, and I'm like, it's, it rings so false to me sure that I can't, I can't take it seriously. Sure. And I have to be like, you guys are dancing in a parking lot practicing for the big show! I don't know what this is! Like, I have a hard time.
2: I feel the same way about baseball. So oh, Drew dude. says, a, in high school, I went on a cruise to the Bahamas with my girlfriend and her dance team. That was weird and uncomfortable. Oh, wow. <clears throat> but I was 18 and could buy liquor. So I got some pretty awesome rum, but her parents had to declare it for me. So again, uncomfortable. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> That's not fun at all. That uh, is hilarious. And uh, etoy 7 uh, says, hey Toy, what's up?" Uh, Getting older and becoming a dad has drastically changed how I feel about belly shirts. <laughs> <laughs> in what way? And no, I'm not talking about mine. I still look great in them. <laughs> oh, so, okay, so I, yeah. I think he's thinking, "Oh, dude, you... on people." Like he probably looked at him and went. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. And now he looks at him and goes, you're someone's daughter! (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's so funny.
1: I was listening to uh, an older Bill Burr podcast when he does his Thursday afternoon before Friday morning, before Monday morning podcast. Yeah. And it was an old one where someone had written in, you know, would you rather sort of situation or they were saying, hey, look, you know, when I was growing up, I always had to leave the door open a crack whenever I had like, you know, a girl in the room and things like that, which I did. And he's like, obviously it's because... They don't want, you know, my parents didn't want me. Boning, they don't want him playing just the tip. Right. right. Exactly. You don't want me bon. He goes, so, you know, if you have a kid, which is funny because now in the future, now he, he does, does yeah. and he has a daughter. <clears throat> right. It's like, would you still respect the rule of keeping the door like, you know, ajar? There has to be a crack. He's like, or if your kid's gay, would you care? And I was like, because if it was two girls, it seems less threatening than if it was like, you know, a guy trying to, you know, get on your daughter. He goes, or if it was too, if you had a, uh, a boy and he was gay, would you still enforce? The, Cause there's just a,
2: a boy thing
1: where you're so like, basically I know what my, <laughs> this boy's intention is because I'm a boy. Like,
2: <laughs> sure. Okay. So they're positing that, that boys, adolescent boys have absolutely zero control.
1: The idea that they're in there for a reason. <laughs>
2: they're up to no good. It's an interesting, it's an interesting, uh, It's an interesting question. So will you as a father then, Um, like when when Natalie gets to the point where she has people over, mm -hmm. you know, whichever way that goes, uh, will you, regardless of, of, you know, uh, the gender that's in there, will you enforce the uh, door open rule?
1: What I think I'm going to, what I'm hoping to establish between now and then is an open line of communication about sex, where I want to have it as... Stated that look you're gonna do it. I know you're gonna do it. Be smart. Be safe I'm gonna educate you make good choices. Okay, uh, that being said, I'm also gonna be like hey out of respect for me And this other person's parents um, while you're here like just don't do that right all right like uh, You're gonna have sex
2: and honestly, I'll say this now do it like everyone else did go take a drive park somewhere Get caught by the cops and then come home. Well,
1: you know what they say
2: You know my detention
1: pond is just full of condoms. So just go out to the detention pond, you know yours. You remember when we talked about this? It was one of the it was one of the best of moments. We we're talking about you couldn't throw a stick in my back in my detention <laughs> bar without hitting the condom. You're like, wait, is there a problem out there? I'm like, there's condoms everywhere. And we went on a whole little spiel.
2: <laughs> I remember it now. <laughs> <laughs> and I will never be going back out
1: there again. <laughs> it's sticky out here. Um <laughs> it's one of those things where I'm like, look, just out of respect, just look, you're gonna do it. I know. Just come on. We're here. Right. Like, don't don't be banging when we're around. Right. <laughs> Find a time where we're not here. All right, I don't care. Like go to the detention bond. Go to the detention bond. Take care of business right. or whatever. But I, I, I think it's, I think it's preposterous to think that that's not going to happen. Sure, and I just would want her to make sure that she's making a good choice. Right, and just like, look, <clears throat> man, I don't want to be around when my daughter's you know banging somebody. I'm like, no, like
2: very much no. Like, Nor no. would I want my parents around. <laughs>
1: Yeah right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So to that extent, I would like to. I would probably try to just enforce the rules, as well, just be like, hey, look, come on, just out of respect. Like, I trust you, but come on. Like, I
2: uh, think I that's just, healthy to have that open you know, line of that open communication, that very open, like, to take the stigma out of it. You know, yeah, these, yeah make it make it just like, all right, look, this is what it is. Human, you know, yeah. human nature. It's going to happen. Nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah, don't do it around me.
1: My buddy Colby, uh, he has a daughter, and he told me like he's had such a great conversation with her in setting that up. Uh, with her over the years he's like yeah he goes I go buy her birth control and he's like hey look just be smart you know don't he's like look I had you when I was very young <laughs> he had her when he was 18 yeah he's like look I, I wasn't smart with what I did I'm glad you're here right <laughs> but but yeah I, I wasn't you know I didn't make good choices he's like just make good choices and the last time I saw him and his daughter she was 18 17 17 he goes Hey, guys, uh, this is Chloe. I haven't seen her in a while. He goes, it'd really mean a lot to me uh, if you'd go and uh, subscribe to her uh, videos on Pornhub. I remember uh, saying that, yeah. Just really give her the, all the support. He goes, I, it'd mean the world to me. And I was just, I, she just sitting next she's to him. Like, oh, damn. Because she's put up with him her whole life. Oh, sure. She's, she's so fucking cool. I was like, God, you're such a cool kid. Yeah. And she just, I laughed so hard because I was not expecting that. But I'm right. like, that's the kind of relationship that they have. And I'm like, I hope I have that kind of relationship with my daughter. I right? am like, Hey, Justin, you remember Natalie, right? Go support her, uh, her Patreon account for, for, for her furry stuff that she does.
2: I, I'm just going to say, this, I'd prefer not to have <laughs> any part of that. So <laughs> leave me out of that conversation. <laughs> That'd be fun. Quite uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, I'm going to throw it out to the people on Twitch as well. Uh, if you've got kids, um, uh, each way, what, what do you, uh, do you subscribe to the same thing, or uh, what do you feel? Or if you don't have
1: kids, like even right. if
2: the pretend that you did, like, right? Would you still abide by that rule? Is that something that I like? I like how you phrased it, where like you're gonna have that open. Really, like, I think that's how. Like, I like. Yeah. I, I would hope that uh, that I have a similar thing. You know, I'd be healthy. And I, I'm very proud of where we are right now. Yeah. Like,
1: we use the clinical terms for you know our our nether regions, as I don't do it right now. Right. <laughs> But like, yeah, because it's the a, podcast. I was just like, she's like, you know, oh yeah, my vagina. <laughs> she's been hitting me in the balls like just nonstop lately, and she. <laughs>
2: it's a rough. It's a, it's a rough phase. It's been a rough. It's phase, a rough man, phase.
1: Just and it's so funny because <laughs> this is so funny because it's just a typical thing. This is this is like a quote out of context, and if you were to, if you someone were to do this read differently, it's a whole different outcome. It's a whole. It's a whole different vibe. All right, but, but I'm gonna read it innocently like it was where she's like <laughs> she points at my crotch she goes those are your balls I'm like yeah she goes can I see them I'm like no you can't she's like why I go because we don't show our balls to people <laughs> I go I don't show my balls you don't show your vagina to people I go that's, that's not polite it's rude we don't do that she's like okay there you, you know? go
2: learning moment yeah. exactly I It was, was saying, and it, true like any anyone like again if it was one of those searches that we talked about yeah. you know it would, uh, it would be a whole different scenario but <laughs> Uh, it's, yeah, no, the, that's just a very, it was a very like, all right, I'm learning about these things. Mm-hmm. That's that. Let me mm-hmm. see it. Yeah. No, no. Okay. Got it. Well, I like, just imagine yeah.
1: things my two-year-old says. Oh God. Imagine that oh
2: category. my God. <laughs> I forgot about that. series <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. that guy Oh my like, God.
1: Are those your balls? <laughs> uh, yeah. Is Let it, me see
2: them. Can I see them? Uh, no. if, if, <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> why not? Uh, if you've never seen it, uh, look up "Convo's with My Two Year Old." Mm-hmm. It's a YouTube series that happened started like oh God. It had to have started eight-ish years ago, yeah, seven,
1: probably six-ish at least.
2: <clears throat> and it was a guy um, who had a two-year-old daughter, and his friend would uh, he would he would write down all the things that he and his daughter would say to each other, and then he would have his adult male friend play his daughter and act act out the scenes again, and they would film them professionally. And it was just funny to hear. Leg, like verbatim conversations with a two-year-old, but read by an adult, an adult man. It was so well done. And he continued the series as she grew up. That's awesome. Second season was with my three-year-old, four-year-old, and then they had a second child. And mm-hmm. so now they incorporated oh, wow. second child. And he's got a whole thing now. He's got a whole little company by uh, that's amazing. around it. But definitely go back and check out the first season because yeah. it was something of magic. It was, so it was so good. It was a
0: great
1: concept. I know. It's just such an adult reader. I love the idea of quotes out of context. I always have taking something and reading it a little <clears throat> bit differently, something right. that's innocent. That's really what it is. Taking something innocent and making it awful is always the best thing yeah.
2: for me. Oh, absolutely. That's one of your favorite games.
1: Oh, it's I'm good at it. It's the yes. one game I'm really good at is making something worse. Uh, um,
2: yeah. E207 says, uh, this is what he'd say. I trust you. It's going to happen. Be smart. But please... For the love of God, do not let me accidentally walk in. Yeah, no one wants that. No one wants that. No one wants that to happen. I don't want that. Whoever you're with doesn't want that. Yeah. Yeah. My therapist doesn't want to hear about it. Yeah. Uh, Then a dull moment says, I hear that girls are easier to raise than boys until, uh, oops, sorry. (laughs) Another comment came in. I was like, wait a second. Uh, Easier to raise than boys until they're teenagers. Then it flips. I know Doug doesn't have a boy, but I'd be interested in his thoughts. Um, yeah, I, I supposedly, I mean, I've seen that kind of
1: happen, but it dep- I, it's, it's, it's a generalization, obviously. But Natalie, when I look at Natalie versus the other boys, like mm-hmm. the other day I went to pick her up and she was just so high, whatever. And I'm watching these boys just fucking run around
2: just destroying everything. It's just, just Dude, little boys are the worst. And I, oh. I say this with all the love I've got, you know, I've got cousins yes. who got little boys and I love them to death. I've got other like family members and friends. I love them, but like they are so. I just this is only things that I've witnessed. So again, I'm I'm generalizing, but man, what they're exhausting. Whatever you're about to say is true. They're uh, so about to say fucking is true. exhausting. Yeah. Like little girls, they do. They're like, well, yeah, you're gonna have uh, their kids. So no matter what, gender, yeah. they, they're gonna have an issue. But little boys are so tiring because <laughs> they just want to destroy everything. Natalie doesn't try to fight wanna, me right? for dominance
1: every fucking day. <laughs>
2: Right, exactly. I had
1: a, going to pick her up, like, it was probably about a year ago, there was this kid in her class, and he came up, and he was like, he was like trying to punch me in the balls, and I go, no. Right. He goes, I'm like, no, thank you. I'm like, is there another adult here that has the authority to make this kid stop touching me? Like, I I was, I was like, I
2: pull him in close, you go, look, I've, I've yelled at kids before. He's like, he, I'll do it again.
1: He doesn't understand. Yeah. He's that age where it doesn't, he can't even threaten them. <coughs> they won't understand. What if you just
2: punched him in the balls?
1: Right? Because he's just like, <laughs> I'm like, you don't, I don't know
0: you.
2: Like, I just taught you a valuable life lesson. Yeah, right? You punch someone in the balls, you're going to get punched in the balls back.
0: Eye for an eyeball. Eye, ball eye for, for, a a ball. Ball for a ball. Eye for a ball. Scroat for a scroat, son. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's in the Bible. That's in the Bible. Yeah, I, I, I was oh, like that little
2: kid who, who fucking ruined your. Uh, damn it! I was afraid you wouldn't remember what <laughs> I was saying. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? Come at on! The, at the Oktoberfest? Uh, at the Oktoberfest. I'll yeah. never forget that kid. The kid who fucking ruined
1: everything in the bounce house. Yep. Fuck that kid. Um. But yeah, I found I, I, it. <laughs> so get out of here. Um. This, but I, I've seen that. Usually, the boys mellow out around nine or ten. Okay. I've seen that. Mm. At, at least two, two boys that I I saw regularly sure. like through as I grew up and once they hit about 9 I'm like thank god you're chilling out a little right. bit and with I mean with girls I think it just depends right. I mean uh Jill's oldest niece is 13 going to be 14 soon I think she's fucking chill as hell yeah. like she's great she always has been Yeah like,
2: I mean you can make the generalizations but I think it's really dependent a on the personality and b it's very <clears throat> I look at it very similar to dog owners the mm-hmm. parents Like, it's like the dog is, there are no bad dogs. There's bad owners. Yeah. So like the kids, you could argue slightly different where kids are going to develop, someone develops their personality. Sure. A psychopathic killer is going to be a psychopathic killer. Mm -hmm. But if a parent is chill, typically they can raise a real good fucking chill kid. doesn't matter who they are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I I firmly believe in that sort of stuff. And that's usually the approach I take with Natalie most of the time is like, um, I want to be silly. I want to have fun. I want to be able to enjoy this sort of stuff. Um, she was a real dick over the weekend again. Yeah, she does that. She goes through these phases. Where I'm like, God, you are unbearable right now. <laughs> Fuck. She was just being so rude, just yeah. nonstop, and I had to be like, Fine. You want to learn a lesson? You gotta learn a lesson. Right. She kept biting me. I was like, Stop Ooh, fucking. Are bite. we in the biting now, phase? One, it wasn't like hardcore bite. We were we were play wrestling, right. and stuff like that. But she would put her teeth on me, and it wasn't like full clench. But I was like, Hey. No.
2: Enough to where you're like, I want to stop this yeah. now before it develops. Because kids go through banging phases and shit. Oh, definitely. Yeah. She
1: did that very early on. That's oh, cool. did she? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got calls. She bit somebody I'm like, ha. Um, but we But she, did
2: she draw blood? I don't think she like, like the blood. Says, Kumate says. Kuma-te. Kumate, Kumate, Kumate,
1: Kumate. Um, she was she did this bit, and then she's at that age where if something's funny, she does it until it's not funny. Anymore. Of course, yeah. So like we were doing the, we do this game. You yeah, and I still do that. <laughs> of course we do. <laughs> You know what? That's a very fair point. I, I, I rest (laughs) the defense rests, your honor. Um, But the, uh, she was doing this thing where like I, I, she tries to run by me and I grab her and she tries to get away. And she did this thing where she pretended to bite me and I was like, Oh my God. And she got free. So that became the game. But eventually I got to the point where I'm like, Hey, you have to, I go, I don't want you to do that anymore. I "I don't like it. Um, you're slobbering all over the place. I was like, it's just, I don't, I don't like it anymore. And she did it two more times. And I was like, on the fourth time I go, we're done. We're done playing, we're not gonna do this anymore, you need to step away because I've asked you nicely, to to four times I've told you to stop doing this and you won't stop doing it. You're gonna learn a lesson right now and that is we're gonna stop having fun. Right. So go get the shovel, go outside, start shoveling some snow. (laughs) But I was like, I just, I I explained it to her after I was done, I calmly (laughs) told her that, which I was like, I gotta be calmer when I do this sort of stuff. A few minutes later, she came over and apologized. I'm like, thank you. I go, but I go, but you, this is a very important lesson you need to learn. I was like, when you do something and someone doesn't want you to, that's going to hurt the relationship. I go, what if I came over and just pushed you? How would that make you feel? Would you like it if I did that? No. What if I did it two more times, even though you told me no? Would you like that? No. I go, you have to be careful. And you, when someone tells you no then don't do it. Right. Simple as that. I go, <clears> and you're going to start learning that there's going to be consequences for your actions. If you start, if you keep doing this stuff and you don't listen, you're going to lose privileges. It's simple sure. as that. Yeah. So I'm just trying to, because also ironically, uh, this week at school is kindness week.
2: Ah, <laughs> very good. It's all
1: about practicing kindness. With well, you other know what people. it is
2: then is that she, it's all, it was, it's, <laughs> she was too kind at school. Yeah. It was all pent up and she had to release it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She's been sick lately too. So I think it was, sure. she, she's all out of sorts or her, her, um, her schedule's off and it's wacky and yeah. everything. So, but she was uh, she was great yesterday and she's she's on the upswing. But that's the other thing too is we tell her I go. We know you can be nice. We've seen it. Like right. We know you are better than this. So we expect more from you. So right. please, please do that. So I, I you know like just to going back. I mean, kids are kids. They're gonna go through those different phases. They're gonna yeah. run into different problems, things of that nature. But um, I think at the end of the day, uh, I I. I'm enjoying my time with her, and I am thankful every day that she's not a boy. It's simple <laughs> as that. But I was a little <laughs> I no other way to say it. I was a little bummed when I, I found sure. out the sex, and it was a girl. I was like, oh, man, I kind of wanted a boy. But then I look back, and I'm like, dude, that would have fucking sucked, I bet. That would not have been fun at all because she is – and I don't know why I wanted that because now I look back, and I'm like, dude, no way. No right. way in hell would I ever want that. I love that not only does Natalie love unicorns and spirit – but she can fucking name the Avengers. She likes Star Wars. Um, she likes everything. Right, like, right, it's right. everything under the sun. And I'm like, this is cool. We yeah. love it. Because I was like, man. For, I just had that stupid instinct of like, well, she's not going to enjoy the things that I like, which right. is dumb. Right. Is it because I'm a man and she's a woman. I'm like, that doesn't mean anything. Absolutely, and yeah. She's always curious at what I'm doing. She <laughs> likes to watch yeah. me sometimes when I'm playing video games. The other day, she's like, dad we haven't played the guitar in a while. Why don't we play the guitar? I'm like, you're right. We haven't played the guitar in a I
0: while. Let's do that. that.
1: She's just curious. Oh and my God. About that warms that. my heart. Yeah. I was like, you are going to be well-versed in pop culture, child. And right. You'll do that. You'll get all these references. I, I guarantee you that.
2: And one day you will inherit a podcast. <laughs> one day
1: you can go back and be like, how big of an idiot was my dad? Right. And you'll have hours of content
2: right. to look through,
1: especially <laughs> when I mentioned you right. and how you were being a dick.
2: <laughs> so, uh 18 year old Natalie. Mm-hmm. Uh remember, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Like you were this last weekend. Dad loves you. But right. Don't be a dick. But don't be a dick. But be smart, okay? Have uh, sex, but be smart. Right. <laughs> have, have all the sex, but be smart. Be smart. Good, yes. Make good choices. Um I finished The Irishman. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. So finished it. I told you last week I was gonna finish it. You, you Here's had 20 the, minutes left? Well, I, I thought told I, you, I told you you had eight. Right. I had 50. <laughs> <laughs> I still had an hour of the movie. I had I had an episode you of The Walking I had the episode of The Walking Dead yeah. left. Um yeah, no they, they it was legitimately 12 minutes of fucking credits, but uh or more. It was a ridiculous yeah, amount of wild, credits. Yeah. But a lot of people don't CG work on that movie. A lot of people don't see credits on that movie. Mm, dude, on that movie. <clears throat> I'll say this. Uh the last 50 minutes turned it around for me. See, that was what killed it for me.
1: Really? Yeah, I was cool for the probably the first Two thirds of the film and the last third, I was just like, it just went out on such a whimper for me.
2: Interesting. Okay. But See, at I, the
1: same time, I thought it was beautiful at how alone he was. Yeah.
2: Well, I think that's what it was well, up until that point. I think, and I think this is, I was so hyper focused on the de-aging.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It, yeah. it, it pulled <laughs> very distracting. And that was like, I'm like, I just, I mean, it feels like it was just a vehicle to do this. And right. I was like, I don't, uh, I don't. Like the story was there. So first off, it did not need to be three and a half hours. No, that hard disagree. I'd say you could probably cut 10 minutes off. You know, I think you could cut a half hour out.
1: (laughs) You were joking. Okay. (laughs) It was like his blood pressure just rose.
2: (laughs) Was it it that I was angry? I was thinking like 10 minutes, like only 10. Is it going to make a difference? So you'd cut the credits (laughs) out. So you just reduce the credits. What's going on, man? Um, Why are you aiming so low? (laughs)
1: A joke my English professor told me once. He said he knew a colleague, uh, a professor and a girl came up to him and was like after class and was like, Hey, I'm not passing this class and I really want to pass. And he's like, Uh, where are you going with it? She goes, I would do anything for a C. And he's like, A C <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Only a C? <laughs> really? <laughs> Just to see, huh? Right. Okay. Yeah. You really are not holding yourself up very, very high. Are well, you? I
2: mean, they're talking like bars. We're just low on those things. Yeah. Right. Only a C. see. Okay. Um, All right. Now I was talking. I was talking with Hag about it, and he's like, "Okay." And I knew he was going to ask this. He goes, "Okay. Well, what would you have cut?" Well, and I, I mean, I w- that was my natural. Right. Yeah. And I told him. I said I didn't watch it with that in mind. Mm-hmm. I-, I would need to go back through with a more critical eye mm-hmm. and be like, but I feel like just again, just knowing how like the the story was paced and just knowing like having edited things and put stuff together. I feel like I could... I'll tell you a scene
1: I'd cut right the fuck out. Please. Well, there's two. Well, Right off the top of my head. Yeah. One, you know, they made a big deal about, you know, he's like, you're going to go down to Miami and there's going to be a guy down there. His name's whatever, Wally. And he's the big got ears. big ears. Yeah. And they had that whole interaction. He's like, why well, are you looking at my ears? I'm yeah. like, it's supposed to be funny, isn't it? I was like, it's not funny. Yeah. I was like... And then comes back around later. I was just like... like I know that guy. He yeah. doesn't have big ears. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like Ooh. yeah. Or. The one bit that I said I want to talk to you about when you watched it yes, because please. I was like, "What's the fucking point of this?" The fish in the back seat when when oh, they go because that actually happened. I, I, that's what Sam eventually told me. He's like, yeah. "That's the thing." I was like, "Why is this conversation happening?" Sure. sure Why sure, is sure. this conversation yeah. Yeah. happening? Because I'm like, it was. I'll give you that. It yeah. was like really drawn out. I was like, "What is the point of this?" Right. Like, I don't fucking get. Like, what is is this? Some sort of like thing that's going to come back around, like in the evidence of like, well, there was fish and they found a fish on this guy. And it was just like, no. Yeah. I was like, is this some sort of Italian thing? Like, they're like, hey, he doesn't know how to right, right. got a fish. He's a well, like, fucking
0: idiot. I, the, like, that's
2: the first thing I thought I was like, is there, is it like, is it kerosene back there? Because like, he's like, it's wet. I'm like, well, is it like yeah. kerosene or gasoline and they masked it with fit? like. Is something? gets someone gonna get fucking whacked back there? Or what I don't know what it is. Like what? What it, I thought it was a mob thing. Yeah. And then I, I had to do a little bit of reading. I'm like, oh, the guy legitimately did deliver fish in this car. Like that's that was just. But it, it they could have just mentioned it. Yeah. And had a 30 second interaction where it smells like fish. Fish. Yeah. It's felt like a Tarantino
1: fish. scene. Right. Where it was like I'm like, what is with this fucking? Di- what is? We're still talking about the fish. That. yes. And then it doesn't come back. I'm like, what the fuck? right.
2: And there was another. There you don't was know what kind of fish it was?
1: Right. I mean, I just I just want to know. If someone asked me, you know, I want to be able to know what to tell them. So you about went and the picked story. up a
2: fish, but you didn't know what it was? There's a guy waiting with the fish. We didn't ask him what kind of it was. Was it carp, Halibut? Mackerel? Yeah. Pointless fucking yeah. conversation. I, yeah, I'll give you that. Um <laughs> I was like, oh my God. So I there was one other scene in there where I thought the same thing where I was like, it would only cut out a couple, a couple seconds here or there, but or maybe a couple minutes, but it was one of those where <clears throat> it was overly redundant. I was like, yeah. they, it was not not to the extent, but how we've talked about how people like cut back and forth to, yeah. Like I'm like, I get it. He's looking at this guy, or we're like, we're waiting for this to happen. Like it was one of those things where I was like, we we could we could cut this down easily, and I'd still understand what was going on. Yeah, you know. And I I think I really think they could have. And maybe it defeats the purpose. I really think they could have hired two actors, mm-hmm. the 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 main cast. And then the young cast. Because yeah. we really went through four different periods in their life. Yeah. The two younger actors play the two younger periods. And then the, the, the actors, De Niro, Pesci, Pacino, they play slightly younger and then older. Or like now and older. Like they could have the car trip, basically. Yeah. Like that was, I feel like that was just them. Yeah. <clears throat> Let them roll with that. Like that's that. Mm-hmm. You could have easily done that. I don't think there was any reason. Cast James Dean. Yeah. Right? Like you can do that now. Sure. Yeah. Right. But well, like I you think get a younger actor.
1: Did you hear um, that they're gonna possibly redo Goodfellas?
2: <clears throat> oh man, I man. don't want. I'm, we're done.
1: That's it. They're having the same actors. They're just gonna de-age them. So like, you're you serious? Joe Pesci's gonna play. You're like, you know, In the very beginning, you know where it's like Ray Liotta's character meets him and everything, but it's just gonna be Joe Pesci. They're just gonna de-age him, and same thing with Ray Liotta.
2: You're, fu- you're this is a bit. This is a bit. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, this is, this it's, has to be a man, bitch. You see him cross his I'm arms? Like, no, no. Yes, I but I kept this. going. I kept yeah. going. And you he's did. like, No, this is a bitch. This is a fucking bitch. I refuse to believe it. Until it gets announced, I will not believe it. I don't want to talk about this. I only say that because <laughs>
1: he had a young version of Ray Liotta that looked a lot like Ray Liotta. He had a young version of Joe Pesci in that movie. Right. That looked like, why not do it again for this fucking, you know what I mean? I just. Right. Is it really that important <laughs> to have Robert De Niro... Play the nuanced younger version of himself. Right.
2: No. Now, have you seen? And we should. This is what I should have posted this to our uh, our social. I'll, I'll post. Oh, this. I think I know
1: what you're talking about. It
2: was the deep fake versus the Netflix. Yeah. Blew it out of the fucking water. Isn't that insane. It was insane. Yeah. I'm like, if you're gonna do it, fucking do that. Yeah. And this is a guy on YouTube yep. who had probably zero budget. Yeah. And he fucking he had <laughs> spare better. time is what yeah. he had. Yeah. It's like, what do you? What are we doing with this shit? Like it was so it's I think so distracting. I th- and again I. I didn't dislike the movie and hey goes, oh, what a resounding uh, you know. I was like, I didn't hate it. <laughs> He's like, oh, what a great review yeah um, I didn't dislike the movie. I thought I thought it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, should it have been up for Best Picture? I don't know, yeah. but then Haig goes, "Well, what would you put in its place?" That's always and I Hag. went, "Ah, it's true."
1: always says the same arguing, right? Which sometimes I agree with, but I'm like, I'm not talking about what should go up in its place. Right. I'm saying it's, I don't think it's worthy <laughs> to be in that group.
2: I understand you're saying I, by <laughs> me saying that, I, I, yes, I am opening myself up to, well, what was better than it that mm-hmm. should be in its place? It, right? <laughs> Chapter two done. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like. I don't, I, again, I'd have to go back through and I'd have to look at a list of, of all the movies that came out in 2019. I don't have Jamie, that.
1: Hag goes, well, here's a list. Choose right. one. Choose your top three. This is the <laughs> one that
2: he's curated. He and he's, he's, there's he's, one thing about Hag, Hag comes prepared. Hag comes prepared and Hag sees every movie <laughs> That's true. and he remembers dice. it. I don't that know is. how, like, I cannot remember what I saw at the beginning of the year. But anyway, uh, I could be open to hearing a debate about it being, was it good? Yes. Was it like best picture? I, I don't know. Maybe. I, I thought it was very entertaining. Yeah. And I think
1: going back to somebody, your point is like, there's this thing where, <laughs> I'm sure it's a rule, like with cinematography, whenever you're you're cutting to something or editing and stuff like that, and you're cutting to something specific and you're showing the audience something, it, it should have a purpose. And I felt like there was a lot of moments in that movie where I felt like they wanted me to notice something. Right. Like, there was a part in uh, when Hoff is giving a speech in a crowd of guys. It's cutting between some different people in the crowd. It's cutting back to Robert De Niro because he's playing the bodyguard. Oh, I was and like, I was someone's
2: like, going to... I was like, something's going to happen. Murder attempt,
1: yeah. And then nothing happens. Right. I was like, that is confusing to me as a viewer because I'm like, was that the intended result of sure, that? Sure, yeah. To make that happen? Because because if it was, I'm like, I don't understand like maybe what he's, the threat was. Maybe
2: he was trying to put us in in Frank's position where he's constantly having to look at, like he realizes what's going on with Hoffa and he realizes he's always So maybe the like Scorsese was trying to yeah. basically give us the same anxiety that the character's going through. That's I, the I only guess, thing I can yeah. think of, but I feel like that's a stretch
1: because I'm also watching the outsider right now. Yeah. On I was HBO, and dude, the cinematography on that is it's one of those things where I noticed editing for the really, for the first time when I watched the departed, Okay, I was like this editing, is telling the story, yeah, like uh, I, oh, this is yeah. incredible with the music and everything. And then with this, with this show, the cinematography is very, to me, it stands out in a sense that it will. It has very unique shots from from to a seasoned person, like, oh, that's probably. What but for me, I'm like, this stands out to me. Like the way these are these long shots and it focuses on stuff. And I'm like, I'll be there going, why are we focusing on this? Right. I start getting me like, I'm like, this is important. I literally did that. I'm like, this is important. What, what is that? What is it? Can I see it? Yeah, what, yeah. What's happening? And I, I appreciate that because there's also this sense of I get this sense of dread in that show that there's always someone watching right. from a distance. Like it's an uneasiness that I feel where I'm like, uh, what's happening? So to see that I'm like, this is intentional. This is purposeful. Which, by the way, Jason Bateman has directed several of these episodes so far. Nice. They're fucking fantastic. Nice. So when I take that same approach to the Irishman, I'm like, what's the why? Are we why are we seeing this? Right. Whatever. And it's it's kind of lends to the argument of like, I think this is superfluous. Like. We're getting a lot of extra stuff in here. Sure, feel like there's a lot of fat on it, and yeah. we could kind of like.
2: So I think for me it was just it was it was a link thing. It was yeah. the fact that it was so so like you just could not not see the de aging. Yeah, like it, it was it was good. It was it was fine. Like, yeah. but uh, still, it looks like when De Niro throws the guy to the street yeah. after he pushed his daughter. Yeah, he throws the guy to the street and he starts stomping on his right. feet and kicking him. I'm just like, that's a 72-year-old man or 76-year-old man fake kicking someone on the street. Yeah. Does not look like he's got vitality. Well, that's at I, all
1: I talked about when we kind of broke this down just a little bit. It's like there's just these times where he's trying to physic the physicality. Right. It's a 76-year-old man. Like yeah. he's doing hits on people. I'm like, that's an old dude right. walking into a place
2: being like, oh well, also, if you watch him in taxi driver, yeah. And then you watch him here. Oh my God. It's he's like his range of motion. And again, like it's he's he's he is. He has aged. It yeah. happens. It's not a. It's not a commentary on like. Oh, this fucker can't do yoga anymore. It's not it at all. <laughs> I'm just saying he doesn't look like a 40 year old man. He's obviously got plantar fasciitis. <laughs> it shows. He has like he like he he's looks, got restricted movement. He looks boxy. His shoulders yeah. are up. And he's kind of like he move. He shuffles around like this. And like, I'm like, i don't believe no. for a
1: second that that guy. Like, and I don't know if he's supposed to seem sinister. I don't see him as a sinister character at all. <laughs> not like at the all. physicality does not match what he's doing. I'm like, okay. Like yeah. When he does the hit in the in the diner with uh, um, that mob dude who insulted whoever was a like killer Joe, whatever his name was like, I just, it seemed very much like, uh, like I'm like, oh,
2: yeah. I it, couldn't it, do it. It it was, I didn't hate it. <gasps> well, also, That's my final I enjoyed it. Yeah. I really
1: did. In fact, I would mind going back and watching it again at some point. Like I don't mind it. But for me also one last point on that, the part that got weird to me is like the movie opens up with a nice tracking shot. I like that a lot. It's very cool. And De Niro's character is talking to somebody.
2: Well, we never find out.
1: We never find out. And I find it hilarious because uh, he's talking. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see who he's talking to. And then eventually towards the end, it's like these federal agents. I'm like, oh, here we go. And then he like doesn't tell them anything because they come up. They're like, oh, hey, see, I guess everyone's, I didn't... They're like, everyone's dead. Who are Had you... he been talking
2: to him the whole time?
1: No. And that's why I thought oh. it was funny because I'm like, oh, these are the guys he's been talking to. But he's like, I got nothing to say. I'm like, who are you talking to? Right. Like who are you talk who right. are you talking to? I was like that's who it's going to be. It's going to be these federal guys right, or right. whatever. And then it's like but oh they, we never
2: know. They did that though earlier. Scorsese does that a lot though because in in uh Pesci at one point talked directly to the camera. Did yeah, he? Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. And I think he, in yeah, yeah, either yeah. Goodfellas or Casino didn't they have the I think fellas. it was Goodfellas where they would have someone they had a narrator, but I think they did have people turn to the camera as the camera like pushed in on them. And well, they would deliver like one or two real quick lines. Of, in,
1: in one specific scene in Goodfellas towards the end, like when they're in the court scene and uh, Ray Liotta's character is ratting out everyone, like Ray turns, like the whole courtroom freezes and Ray turns and delivers stuff right to the camera, gets up and walks around. He breaks that fourth wall. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. but I thought, I don't know, for some reason I thought there was like, I thought Pesci in another movie had done that as well, it, regardless. yeah, I feel like exactly, it's a, right. a scorsese forgot. You know?
1: I forgot in that movie that Pesci does do it. He does it once. You know, as a way of like or whatever he says, and in, 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 in the Irishman. So, so yeah. yeah, so yeah. I thought I thought De Niro was the only one that did it in the movie, but yeah. that's not true. So and I, but again, it's still
2: never explained. It no, is not yeah. done enough. Like Fleabag, yeah. Yeah. that the show I keep promoting, uh, she that is a character trait. Yeah, she's constantly turning to the camera and breaking yeah. the fourth wall. So it is something that when she does it, you're like. That's that's oh. Fleabag. There was
1: another uh, show on Showtime. It had Don Cheadle. Uh, uh, Wasn't the shy? Was it? No. Black Monday. No. It was something about investing and stuff like that. It had a bunch of folks in it. But he, the same okay. thing. He would. He was constantly turning sure. to the camera, talking about what's going on, the situation, then goes back and it, like. Yeah. yeah. That, was a, that was definitely a vehicle. And with this, it's like I don't mind a narrator. Right. At all, especially in Goodfellas, like Ray Liotta, just narrates the whole thing. Sure. and you really don't see him addressing till the end of the movie. Right. So with this, it starts off with them and he's talking. I'm like, well, who are you talking to? And it's not the end of the world that we don't know. No, it was just kind of weird to right. me. Right.
2: Because I had the same thought. I'm like, oh wait, is this a documentary crew or is this a you know? Yeah. Because it also starts with him doing that. Because if
1: you kind of if if it showed it again towards the end of the movie, and you realize he's probably just fucking lonely. Yeah. But they sort of they kind of stop. Showing that over time, it would have been nice just to have someone, a nurse or yeah. someone, just being like,
2: or the priest, yeah, or whatever, something
1: yeah. like that. Like he's opening up to someone, you just he just or, don't he's, know. or he's talking to a
2: ficus, right? You know, something like he's just that. crazy, he's talking to the fireplace, right, whatever exactly. it is. Like it, it just it would have had. You're the only noise. one who stands me. Yeah. yeah.
1: So again, I'm in the same boat. I enjoyed it. There was there was definitely some cool stuff about it, but it, it yeah. It, the last third just sort of like it died around. It died off on me because I'm like, oh. It just seemed like so anticlimactic. I don't know what I was expecting. Sure. I mean, you, you're like, I know he dies. Like, and it's that last scene where I'm just sitting there and it's just like cuts to black. And I'm like, really? That's what we're going to do? I'm like, but there's 12 minutes of credits. Right. <laughs> what is it? Because uh, I'm on my phone on the and train the watching. After sequence. And I was like, cool, yeah. here we go. Yeah, the after scene.
2: <laughs> where they tease the Irishman too. electric boogaloo. <laughs> Um, I want to, so we're kind of wrapping sorry. up here. Irishman to Celtic boogaloo. That'd be, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, well, That's not it. do you have something pulled up? I want yeah, okay. to go
1: to the minute here. Do you got something to follow up with? Uh, chat?
2: Yeah, the chat. So just, uh, <clears throat> what's been going on? Uh, Drew says another thing to think about is that maybe regarding the length, uh, maybe to entice Scorsese Netflix, uh, sorry ent- to entice Scorsese to a Netflix deal. Maybe they gave him final cut. He may or may oh, not sure. be used to that. Who knows how long Goodfellas would have been without uh, Warner Brothers' intervention?
1: Uh, I I so am willing to bet that that Netflix was allowed allowed him to do whatever. I mean, really, in general, I get the idea that Netflix lets a lot of those big name guys do what they want. Oh, that's part of the part of so, the draw, yeah, no doubt.
2: Uh, Mine get fan poll question: What is your favorite Scorsese movie? If Goodfellas is not an option, ooh, um, did he do Casino? He did do Casino. He did do Casino. Uh, for me it's Departed. Ah, wow, Departed's up there for Departed, me. Yeah. Departed
1: I I saw someone recently say that movie was overrated. I strongly disagree. That movie <clears> had such a profound impact on, on me from yeah. a cinematic standpoint, just all around. I was like, this movie's fucking wild. Yeah. It was so cool. The acting and everything, it was fantastic.
2: I love Gangs in New York is for Daniel Day Lewis's performance. Yeah. But for some reason the movie itself, again, felt long to me.
1: Very long, and also I remember seeing that movie in the theater with my brother, and I remember being so let down by the ending because it seemed like it was building to this giant confrontation and this big battle, and then it was just like, oh, just kidding, Uh, there's a riot, and then the big battle we were waiting for was this sort of anticlimactic sort of bout between DiCaprio and Daniel Day-Lewis. And I, it just, it felt it fell flat for yeah. me really hard. But I, it's one of those movies where it's on. I'm like, I'll watch this. Sure. I like it. Yeah. It's, it's got interesting stuff. I just
2: can't get over his accent. I love his accent for some reason. Um, Then uh, ETOI07 said, I'd love to see a Scorsese theme park. Oh wait, that's just Philly. <laughs> um, And then Itoy uh, says Shutter Island was his favorite one.
1: Um, I've only seen that one once. I need to go back because I really liked it when I watched it. I like the twist in
2: it. Drew said he did not hate it, and then Etoy said, uh, "Oh, Drew, Drew goes, hmm, you might be alone in that being your favorite, but I didn't hate it." <laughs> and Etoy goes, "I'm sure, uh, I'm sure, I'm oh, I'm sure I'm alone. I actually <laughs> forgot that he directed it after I googled his films. <laughs> it's one of those things where I fell in love with the book first and actually enjoyed the adaptation. Oh, didn't realize so, it was a book. Yeah. That's cool. There you go. We're learning shit. Uh, it's time for the
1: minute. Hey. Give me just a minute. Oh, I'm done. So, um, my prom night. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, real quick, I want to chat about this because this is big news. Yep. Disney is doing a live action remake of Bambi.
2: False. They're doing a CG remake of Van- Bambi.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but. Oh, they're getting quote, real quote, tears. Live action. Yeah. And I was reading an article that said probably the only reason why they're doing that is because, uh, it almost was going into public domain. Because really? It was made in 1940. Oh, that's fucking hysterical. So, Disney doesn't want to let it go for this one thing. Oh, wait, so the
2: animated version. So if they redo this.
1: It's going to, it's going to reset the rights on it,
2: but not to the, to the story.
1: So the story, something along those lines. How, okay. something about the. Because I was like, is, if it's a
2: different medium than, it, or, or like. Well,
1: it's like how Disney constantly updates the artwork to to Mickey to the design of the logo because it just whenever it's a new creation, it it resets the. Interesting. Okay. So they, Disney knows how to do that stuff.
2: Yeah, they probably got some lawyers. You they, know, they they, uh, they got lawyers. They know how to do that they stuff. They know how to do it. I just look at that. I was like, that is. A st-
1: I just recently watched that oh, movie man. again because it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. And it is. Not a good movie.
2: Yo, you don't like it, huh? It's,
1: it's, it's, it, to qu- quote this article, it was just like, it's a movie about uh, animals existing, I guess. Like, it's, I don't know. There's, it's, it's just weird.
2: Okay. So, who voices Bambi? Who voices not, Bambi? Not in the original. Who, who, oh. who do you cast to voice
1: <laughs> Some Bambi? Some name. Uh, let's see here. I mean, I don't know. It's because there's young Bambi and then there's like teenage slash adult Bambi. You also got Thumpa and uh, the skunk. Uh, you've got uh,
2: right. I know all the characters. Father Doug. deer. There's
1: like an owl, and uh, there's I, a I, fox
2: and a hound. <laughs> <laughs> there's the Aristocats. Right. Um, yeah. There's Pappy uh, Lebeau. That's a skunk, right? <laughs> there's a bunny and bugs. I mean,
1: I can't wait to see the CGI where you know all these animals go off to fuck. You know, in the spring. That's oh, a yeah. Point. Um, and but, you get
2: a weird like um, it's going to be called a, a a skier. It's a skunk deer. <laughs> skunk deer. Or a dunk. <laughs> <laughs> Just a really stinky antelope. Watch out for the dunk.
0: <laughs> Hello. That's I'm the,
2: dunk. That's the sound it would make too. It would go a dunk.
0: Dunk. <laughs> dunk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. You got to have, uh, I don't know, was, what's Jonathan Taylor Thomas doing these days? <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> um, I have no idea. Who would voice it or whatever? I just,
2: I look at that. I was Seth like, Seth Rogen's got to be Thumper. Oh, dude. He would be great as the skunk. As a skunk. No, that's right. He's the skunk. Oh, because uh, weed. That right? makes there sense. Yes. yes. Uh, so if that's the case, then you got to get James Franco to do Thumper.
1: There you go. Yeah. That's great. Um, it, You know, let's throw John Oliver. Let's just get the entire cast of Lion King. Done. Just have we'll bring them, them all back in. We'll yeah. have everyone do everything there. It's Beyonce's great. the mom there, there at yeah, Exactly. Oh, yeah. no, we're,
2: we're, 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 we're good, guys. Okay. We're good. We yeah, got we're this. Glover
1: plays Adult Bambi. It's all good, man. It's all good. It's all good. Done and done. Yeah, I just really disappointed. By that news, because that did,
2: is yeah, it's one of those where look, if we need to, we need to become okay with the fact that this is going to happen for every movie that yeah. Cinderella. It's going to happen mm-hmm. for uh, I mean, well, we already did Aladdin. What else? we the Beast. We already did Little Mermaid.
1: Now that's happening.
2: That's, that's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's other ones. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen for everyone. Littlest
1: Stitch is o- out
2: there. Be okay with M- it. Mulan's happening. Which, by
1: the way, I have to say. I just watched Mulan on Disney Plus.
2: Uh not a good movie. Um uh, but You loved that movie. What? When Nat- like Natalie wanted to watch that over and over and I thought you were like I love this. Did you not like that? Mulan. No, we just watched it for the first time. Sorry. Moana. Oh.
1: Okay. <laughs> I was like I don't think uh, no. Um I just watched it Mulan Natalie wanted to watch it, watch it like two or three times. I was like, ah, this starts out okay, but boy, does it just fall flat.
2: See, other people I've talked to, some other people I've heard of, because I I think I watched it once. Mm-hmm. I think, and I was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't I I don't know, maybe I was too young, maybe I was in the bright mind frame. Because I, I like when people I'm, the first time I saw it well, you was did. years ago. I was like, Oh, this is cool. I've heard other people say that that by far, far and away, that is their that is the best Disney movie that's out there. I think that's a stretch. I don't know. But, that's that's their opinions.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I think the the remake looks fucking awesome. Uh, I'll be very curious
2: to see uh, how that. Yeah, I,
1: it looks it looks great. Yeah. I'm like, this looks
2: fucking cool. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, but yeah, I just this is one of those things where grossly unnecessary. Um, these remakes and these are the things where you and I can definitely agree that Disney is just. Tried. Money grab, Again, money grab, money grab, money they're, grab. They're a nostalgia machine. That's right. what the Nostalgia Factory, that's what they're doing. Nostalgia. Uh,
2: they're doing Nostalgia with Nylar Balloons. <laughs> a nice call, They're making Nylar Balloons <laughs> and it invokes Nostalgia.
1: <laughs> Dude, they make the best Nostalgia. <laughs> On Saturday after brunch, I love to go get a Venti Nostalgia. It just sets me up for the rest of the day. It clears me out, puts me in the right frame of mind, and I can just go and just write my screenplay.
2: Yes. <laughs> all all the yes to All that, those things. All, so, all the fucking yes
1: uh, I can't wait for that movie to fucking come out. It's going to be real great. It's going to probably look like shit. So Yeah, it will.
2: Yeah. Um... I'm not gonna lie to you. I've been struggling the entire time to come up with a to come up with one. Uh-huh. I got nothing. Yeah, I got absolutely nothing today. For like the, my mind is a blank. For the for the what for the throne. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I was, I was going through what we talked about here. I was going through. Oh, got one. All right. Yeah, there
1: we go. <gasps> Did you see it happen? Yeah, it you saw the
2: genius come in. <laughs> we might have done this before, though. I we'll think let's the find first, out. I think the first time you talked about the the dance trip. In oh, Florida, God. oh Jesus! Did we do? Did we do this? Did what? we do dance parents versus We're cheerleader parents? Cheerleader parents? I don't think so. No,
1: dude, that's a good that's a good matchup right there. That's like, you're, and it's
2: not the cheerleaders and dancers; it's the parents. That's like
1: the Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers. Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! That's why you're like, you said that weird. <laughs> San Fran- Francisco I go, 49ers, I the Chiefs versus the San Fran. Uh, probably because I was like, well, I didn't say the Kansas City Chiefs, I said the Chiefs. But then, now I'm
2: like, I got San and Fran out. I am committed. I'm San pot ca-
1: Francisco. I'm pot committed now. 49ers.
2: Uh, or we could do futsal parents versus other. <laughs> I mean, other made up. I kind of like dance yeah.
1: parents versus uh, cheerleader parents. I'm oh, into by it. By the way, one of my best friends uh, was a dancer in high school, and I, I wholeheartedly supported her. In her endeavors, her name is Mandy.
2: Fantastic!
1: She would come out before every halftime, at every halftime game at, at, at basketball games when people would leave and everything. That I would stand in the stands and I would go, "Woo, Mandy!" And I made a complete ass of myself. I so, love it.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure she very much appreciated. She told me she did appreciate. it. I was going to say it's like, because good. she finally. Yeah, someone's paying attention to what I was she's doing. Like, like, Fuck
1: yeah! Because yeah. ah. everyone would leave anyway.
2: So dance parents versus cheerleader
1: parents. Well, um. So here's the thing. I think, I have a feeling that the dance parents are, well, the best part is, it's easy how this starts. This starts in the easiest way possible. We're in Disney World, and the cheerleader championships are going on at the same time as the dance championships. 100%. All right? Yep. And what yep. happens is, it's, you know, what, what typically happens is people will see it, they'll start strike up a casual conversation, and then someone's just going to drop some sort of bomb of like, "Oh, wow, well." Well,
2: it's too bad yours isn't a sport, though.
1: Yeah, or something, like, and they're like, "Well, neither is yours," and they're like, "You're right," and then they go on amicably. No, what happens is like someone goes, "Oh, so she's a dancer because she can't do the cheerleading stuff." And, and you, that's, and, and, I'm sorry, what did you say? It's like, oh, I mean, cheerleaders can dance too. I mean, you're insinuating
2: that. Well, I mean, I
1: would, it's obvious. I mean, the gymnastic ability and things that they do. I mean, I don't see the dancers out there, you know, doing any sort of flips or doing any sort of tumbling or anything like that. Oh,
2: sure, 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 sure. So tell me, when did your daughter last do a proper pot de bourree?
1: Well, I mean, I mean, we had one of those for breakfast the other day, you know, with our eggs. Uncultured swine. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, I would say we
2: don't eat swine and then that's where it escalates.
1: Wait, I'm sorry. You see wait, I... We are vegan! Like,
2: <laughs> and it's just fucking
1: off to the races. And then, and yeah. Boots come off with knives and everything. <laughs> it's like it's to the throats. Um, I think uh, there's, there's a sense of entitlement that's run strong, strong on both sides. Oh, for sure. But I feel like cheerleader dads will probably have guns more so than dance dads. For some reason, I'm just imagining those guys being sure. like... Um, they they're going to be the ones that that have a shotgun in the back of their truck. Ah,
2: somehow that works. And, I wanted I mean? to argue again. I was going to argue towards the dancers because I feel like the cheerleaders. Uh, you know, once once you get to a certain point, you're done. Mm-hmm. Dancers, however, you can go on and make a career out of that. Can That's if you true. wanted to. Now, again, this is saying nothing towards the cheerleaders or the dancers. I have. The utmost respect for the ability of both of them. I love... You know, you don't have to qualify. No, no. no. You've said what you've said, Justin. The world heard it! I love going and watching (laughs) professional dancers. Amazing. The parents? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel like because there's the stigma of like, oh, she's a cheerleader. I need to get with her, so the dads get a little more overprotective. And see, because I'll of fully that. give that to you. Like, you know? But I
2: was the way I was going to go with it was that the the dance parents see this as like meal ticket. Yeah, you're gonna be a fucking. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna be the best ballerina or the best mm-hmm. fucking dancer. You're gonna be the only male so and so that ever was mm-hmm. in the whatever. You're like yeah. I, almost like uh, uh, pageant parents.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes.
2: And so like they get a really fucking crazy about you need to be the best again. Run it again, again, yeah. You know,
1: I don't get that sense from
2: like the chewing, shoot, right? Like, All right so try again, try again. Like, so, I like, feel the intensity from the dance parents is just yeah. so fucking like it runs through their veins,
1: yeah. So, I think to a certain extent that puts them at a disadvantage because they're so, so emotionally st- charged. The tilt thing, the slightest yeah. thing would set them off or uh, someone's probably saying something as simple as like, well, you know, a cheerleader could be a dancer, but a dancer couldn't be a cheerleader. Right. And that would just be like, why <laughs> not <"Bling, laughs> hot rage? Yeah. And the thing is that again, because the, 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 the cheerleader dads have been so programmed to be like, don't you, touch my daughter. You say
2: what you want. Just don't touch my daughter. It's like,
1: look, <laughs> I'm proud of you. You go do it, but you stay away from those goddamn football players. That's All Right. right? Whereas the dancer or dads are just like, please don't be strippers. I think that's kind of like what they're praying. They're like, just use this for good, you know? Use, use your this. powers for good. <laughs> use your
2: powers for good. All I, right. I hugged you a lot, right? I hugged you, you know daddy loves you, right? Like daddy loves you. <laughs> yeah. I would yeah. I you know what? I would I would say just because of just because of that <laughs> the stereotype around that, I would definitely say, like, I gotta, I don't know, I gotta give it to the, the guns win. <laughs> I, it's like I I think.
1: The cheerleader parents, as annoying as they could probably be, sure. they're going to be more centered. And I just think that they're going to be like... Here's the other thing, yeah. though,
2: is that cheer competitions, mm-hmm. while dance, like you audition for a show and that's cutthroat, cheer competitions mm-hmm. are fucking bonkers. They are. So there's a whole different... I feel like that is, again, a whole different level. So that that does put those parents on a...
1: Oh, like I'm not saying they're normal by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. What I'm saying is that if you compare the two... I feel like they're a little more centered versus like
2: dance dance parents. ETO7 goes. I've seen Zoolander. Breakdance fighting is terrifying. Dance moms for the win. (laughs) That's a hard argument to argue against. But but if the dancers were up against it, yes.
1: Dancing that'd be interesting. Like
2: the dancers versus the cheerleaders. I. That's a tough one because again, breakdance fight like. Capoeira, technically, that's a dance, right? <laughs> so I'm just saying it's deadly. Yeah, it is. Now I, I understand the cheerleaders do all the flippy woos and stuff, but these uh, these these dancers, you, you gotta you gotta watch out for them. But the yeah. parents, yeah. I, I find it hard to believe that the dance moms are doing uh, uh, breakdance fighting. Yeah, probably you know? not. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I, so I gotta give it to the, the cheerleader, to cheerleader parents. They, yeah, cheerleader parents for the win. <laughs> now I'm but wondering, does anyone really win?
1: I mean. If I'm not there, I win. Right. You're wondering what? Because I was like, I'm, I was, now I'm wondering, like, who would win between cheerleader versus dancers? I don't know. No, no time. We don't have time. We don't have time for this. We don't have
2: time for that. It's a whole different. Take this discussion offline. Yes. Yes.
1: And come back to us online. That's true. <laughs> Justin, what do you got to recommend this week? Uh,
2: well, I'm going to do a guest rec today. Okay. Uh, uh, guest rec is uh, Haig, uh-huh. and he recommends The Gentleman. Okay. The new Guy Ritchie movie. He nice. said it's it's fantastic. It's everything that you love about Guy Ritchie. Uh, it's it's just a great movie. Nice. So uh, he said go see that. Um, I'll say yeah, yeah, Breaking Bad is pretty good. Um, again, check that out. Um, Irishman is on uh, Netflix if you've got a week, watch it. And uh, I know I watched something else recently and I'm just drawing a blank on it. So until I remember it, Doug, what do you got?
1: Uh, right now I'm currently watching The Outsider on yes. HBO. Huge fucking fan. I think it's great. i be curious to see how this ends, if it's multiple seasons or whatever. It's multiple seasons, which is probably will have to be. I'll be like, we'll never know! Um, but it's a great thriller. Very, very much enjoy it. Also, um, as of today of recording, which is Tuesday, Warcraft 3 Reforged, uh, it's the re, uh, re, re- the redux of the old uh, Warcraft 3 game is coming out on Blizzard, on Steam. Wait, Steam, it's almost, out today? Today. Like right now? Today. It's out today. I gotta go! I've been playing the beta I for I gotta it. go! I gotta
0: get it! <laughs>
1: I've been playing the beta for it yeah. for like the last week and a half because I realize if you pre-order it, you can do the beta. I'm like, what the fuck? And I've been, been playing it now. So I've been playing with my brother again. It's been, very, it's been a nostalgia factory. I love it. It's been a lot of fun. I've had an absolute blast with it. So uh, I say go check that out if you got that, too. If you got the time.
2: If you got the time. And you know
1: you do, because it's a real-time strategy game you can pause. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuckers. Uh, find us on our social medias. At MindGap Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, follow us on Twitch. Do us a solid. Get on Twitch. Follow us. We're getting. We're inching closer to becoming an affiliate, so that'd be a real big help to us. We are. So follow us. Share us around on there. Check us out on YouTube. We've got our uh, episodes there as well as some other videos. Enjoy us and enjoy Justin online as well.
2: Instagram and Twitter. Please give me a follow at Justin underscore Michael spelled M I K E L. It's the fun way of spelling it. While you're in the online realm, check us out on. Apple Podcast on Stitcher Spotify. and Google Podcasts, wherever you can consume the old podcasts. And then uh, share us around, like us, subscribe to us, rate us, review us, all those things. And then 2 east eighth dot com slash MindGap and just 2East8th uh, in general on the social medias. Uh, Chris and Matt Show is coming up. Uh, do, 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 do. Ooh, uh, that's going to be the 1st, uh, 8th, 15th, and 22nd, maybe? Question mark? It's uh, every Saturday in February there basically uh starting this coming Saturday uh I think 8:30 p.m. maybe uh DeMatt Theater is Second City go to the website uh all the info is there uh check it out if you use the promo code SQUEEP S Q U E E P you can get $3 off so it's a $10 ticket we did the videos for it this uh, this is probably video wise uh, one of their most uh one of their most fun ones so nice. uh well I don't know different level of video we'll say that just, just keep your eyes out for the torture sketch. Cool. Yeah.
1: I love it. Uh, Justin, thank you.
2: Douglas, thank you. Listeners, thank you. Twitch,
1: thank you. Twitch, thank you for being you. Uh, you guys, just keep being you. And remember, have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.